have taken over the asylum. Welcome to the Sane Asylum. I'm your co-host, Giuseppe Vafangulo, joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, David Scorpio. Scorpio, are you there? I am indeed, sir. I'm doing well, but I am recovering from a mild case of monkeypox. Uh-oh. Other than that, I'm doing good. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I would think that you might succumb to monkey business before monkey pox, my brother. But uh, I guess you never know well, what what you. Monkey business leads to monkey pox, but uh, I'm primarily asymptomatic, so I'm okay. No no cause well, for alarm. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I guess uh, 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 we might as well start with that clip. Then that's a really good clip, Sam. If you you could. Queue up uh, clip number three, uh, we'll, and, and then uh, that'll be great. Because Scorpio monkeypox, it's so funny, man. Two things last year that jumped right out at me. And once again, we want to thank uh, the good people at Republic Broadcasting Network for hosting our show. It's an honor to be on this excellent network, and it's also simulcast on SpeakFreeRadio.com, our our home for our other shows. And what's funny, Scorpio, is last year the good old predictive programming. Just like the zombie virus thing, the the uh, Walking Dead TV shows and the movies Contagion, uh, the Synagogue of Satan has got the public convinced that, uh, oh, these viruses are so deadly. The funny thing is, is most viruses are, are very, very episodic. They crop up, they contag- uh, if it even is a virus, the contagion spreads a little bit, and there hasn't actually been a true... Uh, pandemic Scorpio, as we both have discussed, because of good things like sanitation, potable water, uh, sewage, everybody's got a toilet. The the real scientists used to know to quarantine the sick, not the healthy. But the you know the 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 so-called pandemics of the last century have all been uh, created, gain of function bioweapons to drive a, a a globalist new world order agenda. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And, um, yeah, it's all just basically fear porn. And, you know, they rely on um, 
people's ignorance and lack of knowledge to bamboozle us and pull the wool over our eyes. And that goes into just about every field you wanted to discuss, be it the economy, how money actually works, viruses, uh, and uh, just about everything else that uh, climate change, uh, just to name a few things. Uh, it's all uh, faux science and uh, BS that they're trying to get the, the public to believe in. Yeah, the, the, just like uh, for many millennia, the various religions of the day, uh, Christianity, Muslims, uh, of course, uh, uh, Judaism, always ruled by fear, right? Fear of uh, internal damnation, fear of this, fear of that, and um, obey or you shall be damned. And now we have the modern religion, which is scientism, which is the quackery of big pharma. And and it's funny, uh, uh, the, the funny thing about monkeypox, the second point, number one, they, they blew out the tire of those lab monkeys in, in rural Pennsylvania a year ago. And, uh, oh, my God, uh, infected lab monkeys are loose in the, the Pennsylvania rural uh, 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 countryside. And, 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 and I remember on the news clip that we played last year, a woman thought she felt symptoms, you know, because she's watched these stupid TV shows and movies and has no idea about how actually health works. And just because you see a monkey doesn't mean you're infected. You know, typically bioweapons are passed via bodily fluid and very rarely are they airborne. And secondly, it's hilarious that last year, Scorpio, as you well know, because we've discussed it on some shows, uh, the... Um, the um, uh, there were 70 cases in Texas last year of monkeypox. No big deal. Monkeypox is like chickenpox and uh, is like smallpox. They're all not a big deal if you know anything about human health. And go ahead, Sam, and play clip three. The great Greg Race breaks it down. The main weapon being deployed against us by the would-be New World Order is sleight of hand, distraction, and fakery. And we can see its effectiveness in the recent Johnny Depp trial. Meaningless drivel to feed humanity while we are literally being killed by criminal gangs posing as governments. And almost everybody takes a bite. As a human being, one must always factor in the tendency to be fooled and focus on what we know. And so what do we know so far about monkeypox? We know that after Bill Gates warned of an impending terrorist attack involving a synthetic smallpox in 2017, two new monkeypox vaccines were developed, both admittedly dangerous, known to cause infection, vaccine shedding, and death. And both have been approved by the FDA. And we know that they have been planning for a monkeypox outbreak, just as the event 201 simulation war-gamed COVID-19 the year prior, or as Bill Gates calls it, germ-gamed. In the spring of last year, the U.S. held a monkeypox pandemic simulation exercise with the nonprofit Nuclear Threat Initiative that predicted a monkeypox bioattack in June of this year. During that same time, the U.K. Ministry of Defense simulated a monkeypox outbreak focusing on Russian disinfo. And what do we know about monkeypox? Monkeypox was first discovered in 1958 within colonies of laboratory research monkeys who were being given the polio vaccine. And according to the CDC, the only symptom that distinguishes monkeypox from smallpox is lymphadenopathy, 
swollen lymph nodes, which is also a smallpox vaccine side effect and is known to be a symptom of smallpox, as well as chickenpox. Electron microscope visualization cannot prove a smallpox infection because all pox viruses are morphologically indistinguishable. According to actual science, there is a strong argument that smallpox, monkeypox, chickenpox, and shingles are all the same thing, and there is no actual proof that they are different. We are simply expected to trust the CDC and their logical fallacies as so-called evidence. And so in 1958, when virologists were likely seeing side effects on lab monkeys they were injecting with experimental vaccines, they called it monkeypox and claimed it was an ancient rare virus that they had just discovered, which coincidentally showed up in humans for the first time in 1970. And by 1978, without any proof of its existence, scientific journals were already saying that vaccination is an effective preventative measure against monkeypox. Just three months ago, the famous Wuhan lab who allegedly created COVID-19 published a paper claiming they assembled a monkeypox virus genome, which will enable for successful PCR testing and potentially make it more contagious. And so, just as the PCR tests were used to create false positives by misreading the flu, the common cold, and even fruit as COVID-19, they will now be used to create false positives for monkeypox. Whether you are experiencing vaccine side effects or common herpes or even asymptomatic monkeypox. And finally, we know that the media is the real virus. And when the media puts out the fear, their followers will eagerly line up to get the new dangerous vaccines. Okay, and Sam, insist. that's enough. Scorpio, monkeypox, truly scamdemic 2.0, wouldn't you say? I mean, that was a great summation by Greg Reese. Yeah, I like the uh, the music in the background, too. Well, uh, you know, asymptomatic monkeypox. I think that's what I had, guys. Uh, what a joke. You know, it's, it's hard to believe we're even talking about monkeypox. You know, what's next? Gorilla pox and then elephant pox. Oh, it's going to be really bad because elephants are big. You know, and this, you know, this whole idea of zoonotic transmission is mythology. It doesn't really happen. It's all part of this. Actually, it kind of ties into Agenda 21 where they want to have all these, you know, wildlife zones where humans aren't allowed to enter. And they want to plant this idea that, oh, well, hey, animals are dangerous. You can't be near them. They're going to make you sick. Uh, so uh, that's all part of the, the, you know, in so many ways, uh, COVID-19 and this whole virus mythology really interleaks in, in uh, dove uh, shoehorns with um, Agenda 21. And I, I, one other point is the other way that these contagions are spread primarily i believe is through injection i think that's how they get all these things rolling is through injection yeah i mean the to me in addition to to totally uh using just great investigative journalism and research to show what a farce the whole history of monkeypox is and chickenpox and smallpox and uh i think the greatest pox uh, speaking of gorilla pox is big mike obama pox now that is a true pox right there. yeah that's going to be scary, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big Mike Fox. And uh, it's laughable that once again they're, they 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 uh, dosed the great Kerry Mullins and killed him right before Mullis rather, right before uh, 
they they used Scamdemic 1.0, which is the COVID. So the PCR test is not a, a, a testing tool. It's a research tool. In fact, when Dr. Kerry Mullis, who received a, a Nobel Prize for creating this, this really great experimental research tool, uh, the PCR test, which essentially takes a little fragment, DNA fragment, and then uh, spins up and makes copies of it to be able to create experimental scenarios. Again, a research tool. It's never, uh, in fact, Kerry Mullis, when he licensed it to other manufacturers to sell PCR tests, he insisted on the box that it said, this is a research tool only. This is not, and he added in all caps, a diagnostic tool. So it's just the power of the media and the power of the globalist liars, the globalist gaslighters, the globalist uh, propagandists, the globalist uh, Bernays followers who just, I, I don't understand how people, why well, I do understand, that's why we do these shows, but I, I can't believe is the better way to put it. People would fall for this goofy nonsense again, and yet it's a coming, that, like that old joke, it's a coming, it's a coming. It's just ridiculous. And and also, Scorpio, speaking of monkeys, what's your uh, takeaway as we get ready to play a few uh, Davos clips? Uh, my takeaway of, of what? Of the, the week that it, 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 we've had to watch all these pompous, uh, you know, subhuman blowhards uh, uh, tell us that uh, – we should obey all the dictates of, of the uh, oligarchic elites at Davos. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting how, uh, you know, this, uh, this school shooting in Uvalde happened at a very convenient time, right when uh, Davos is kicking off, and nearly a mention from any of the enemy war transmissions known as the mainstream media. Uh, and here we have these people making major decisions, and, you know, essentially... You know, meeting at Mount Olympus uh, like gods to decide the fate of mortals. That's really how they see it. It's so yeah. pompous and, and out of control. And really, if you think about it, so many of these CEOs of these major corporations already look at themselves as sort of a god. Uh, and they're the, 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 the god of the realm of their, of their particular uh, company. So uh, this WEF, World Economic Forum, thing feeds into their massive ego. And um, really, this has sort of replaced the Bilderberg meeting from the 80s and 90s and 2000s. I'm sure that Bilderberg still meets, but this is seems to be like uh, up above on the food chain. And you sort of see how they use these different organizations like Skull and Bones, Bilderberg, WEF, interchangeably. And isn't it convenient how they all are pushing the same uh, agenda, which is a real giveaway that it's all controlled from a central source. That is really well stated. And Scorpio, but wait, man, we have the smoking gun. We have the smoking gun from, uh, you know, we, we criticize the mass media, but Sam, if you could uh, cue up clip number 13. We've got the smoking gun of uh, one of the real-life Dr. Evil, the murderous, incompetent veterinarian who's now the CEO of Pfizer and, of course, a vaccination expert. Uh, this is unbelievable, Scorpio. We've got the smoking gun of the evil Borla. Uh, so, Sam, whenever you're ready, please play clip 13. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them 
was by 2023 we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming a reality. Well, the dream of cutting the population by 50%, it's all so over. Okay, thank you, Sam. It's it's all over Bitch Shoot. It's all over Brighteon. But guess what, Scorpio? As our brother Daryl Wayne, who shared this with us, it was that's just edited. So you know, caveat emptor. Just because somebody claims they're alt media and independent media doesn't mean they have any more ethics than uh, the mainstream gaslighting media. So, Sam, if you could play clip 14 and begin it at, at two minutes and 40 this is what the evil borla who is evil i mean there's no doubt about it but you can't you can't use their techniques to, and claim that's real news that that's messed up but go ahead and play clip 14 at starting at two minutes and 40 sam 19 uh, the first week we met in january of 19 in california and to set up the goals for the next five years and one of them was by 2023 we will reduce the number of people in the world that cannot afford our medicines by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming a reality. Okay, you can stop it there, Sam. That's, that's enough to prove. So, Scorpio, you know, the, you, whoever did that is no better than the liars at MSNBC, the liars at CNN uh, who, who do that on a much more uh, uh, bigger stage. But you, you can't lie. If anything, we in the independent media need to have more integrity, don't you think, Scorpio? And hats off to Daryl Wayne for pointing that out to us. Yeah, absolutely. Daryl Wayne's a stickler for the truth, and he, he pointed this out. And, you know, um, I think uh, this was deliberate. And I think we need to come to reckoning that essentially there are, um, you know, people that want to weaponize and make the uh, independent media look stupid, look like a bunch of crazies. And, you know, uh, so I think we need to be very careful. Anytime you see an edited clip, you need to go back and look at the entire clip and see what they were talking about, see if it was out of context. This is obviously deliberate, a deliberate attempt to actually uh, make people spin off and, and go, they're trying to kill 50% of the world's population, you know, uh, which they probably are. Actually, it's probably the one to kill more than that. But, um, you know, you can't rely on uh, a, a phony edited clip like that as, as some kind of evidence. Yeah, yeah, it was really, uh, really uh, shocking and, and unnecessary, Sam, if you could uh, cue up uh, clip number eight, because, you know, there's so many of these clips, like you so lucidly pointed out a moment ago, Scorpio, that these, these, these uh, subhuman psychopaths, literally think they are the gods on Mount Olympus, and they're just giving us these pronouncements literally day in and day out each time they hold one of their uh, their televised meetings, uh, telling us what right. we're going to do. And, and, and then they're like the, the, the cock of the walk in the, the capacity of, uh, we know so much, and we know what's right for you, uh, sheeple. We know what's right for you, goyim cattle. And uh, this is no more found than by this Australian stooge, Helen Clark, who was on a panel sitting right next to her, is uh, Gates and Schwab and, and uh, Borla right there. But listen to this kook. The uh, whenever you get political resolve to fight COVID is waning. Popular support for measures is, is waning. You know, people are over COVID. 
The problem is it's not done with us, but we're in danger of losing this moment for transformative uh, change. And let's face it, people are still dying in significant numbers every, every day. People are still developing long COVID every day. Uh, Low-income countries... From the injections. Uh, horribly, horribly under-vaccinated. Under We've got issues here and now. I think another reason is that the package of things that has to happen is trans-sector, and there hasn't yet been a, an effort to try and bring together a, a head of state and government level focus on the range of things that needs to be done. We said this needs a special session at the General Assembly. It needs a negotiated political declaration that brings the different threads together. We're talking not just the WHO and health ecosystem. We're talking the WTOs. We're talking the IFIs. We're talking the wide range of foundations, players uh, in the space. And so a, a lot of people are doing bits and pieces, but it's not looking like a coordinated push to get transformational change. Unbelievable, Scorpio. What that psycho uh, uh, subhuman is essentially calling for is new world order, international control of everyone's uh, body. I mean, sickening. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, and you know, it sort of felt like I was entering into the um, the first level of Dante's Inferno. Hearing that woman's voice it was <laughs> horrific. Yeah. And you know, the problem is, if if people are over COVID, that means they're not afraid of it because they don't know anybody that's sick from it. Uh, or if they are, they're getting a bad case of the sniffles and it's no big deal. And, you know, but I think what's happening is everybody knows someone that had an adverse reaction to this vaccine or actually died from it. You know, I was with my girlfriend the other day and we were talking to uh, this guy and he told us that his brother died of the vaccine two weeks after taking the vaccine. Within a couple of days, his leg, one of his legs swelled up, kept getting bigger and bigger. And then uh, the doctors didn't know it was causing it. And then uh, two weeks later, the guy was dead of a heart attack. So, and, you know, that story reverberates to everyone he's, he knows in his family. Um, if he told us, we we're complete strangers, he's telling everybody he meets. So these stories are going around, and that's why this isn't working anymore. And they don't know what to do. So the next step is, let's have monkeypox. But I don't think it's going to work so well, guys. Oh, if you want to go from the first level of Dante's Hell to about the sixth, I'll send you the clip and wait till you see what that beast looks like. Oh, my God. It, lo it, it looks like uh, a dark comedy where the, the most ugliest woman in the bar has <laughs> got set her sights on you with missing a tooth and, and uh, chain smoking. <laughs> oh, my God. What a true beast. And the, the, my takeaway from that clip, Scorpio, is there's still people dying, yes, from the Jubonic Jew jab that you're trying to push on people. There's still long COVID, yes, because you, you developed the bioweapon and uh, you, you accidentally released it. And Sam, if you could set up clip number, let's see, where is it? Clip number 11 with the Moderna CEO who uh, so resembles the the tropes of the happy merchant i mean it's like he he sat uh, for the portrait and and so i gotta get uh, uh some credit go ahead scorpio no i just want to add one quick thing you know uh about this clip before we go on which is it, it's funny how these people keep saying that this is our chance for a transformative moment with covid like yeah they, right they didn't see covid as this horrible devastating thing for humanity this is their shining moment, their opportunity to transform the world. That's a, another dead giveaway that this was planned 
and they're trying to use this to enact their covert agenda and sell it as something organic. You know, oh, we didn't have any choice, but we had to do this, guys. It's a real giveaway. Yeah, it was so organic that they uh, table uh, table gamed it at event two hundred one, and and uh, exactly like they read you the whole script, and a few months later, just like they uh, acted out uh, the uh, Uvalde. Uh, fa- uh, false flag uh, event two months before. I mean, it's just like, the, you know, how dumb do they think we are? I guess pretty. they think we're pretty dumb. And so, Sam, if you could yeah. play, and I give Marita, Maria Bartolomo credit for uh, pressing this, uh, this happy merchant parasite. Uh, go ahead, play clip 11, Sam. Uh, let me ask you what the Daily Mail is reporting. It says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. Your reaction, Stefan? What can you tell us? So my scientists are looking into those data to see how uh, accurate they are or not. As I've said before, the hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident is possible. You know, oh, human course, makes mistakes. So uh, is it possible that the Wuhan lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected their families and friends. It is possible. On the claim you just uh, mentioned, uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not. Oh, okay, Sam, yeah. that's enough. I, I mean, Scorpio, I mean, I... what a lying weasel. Uh, he was squirming, oh, it, uh, oh it, it could be an accident, it could uh, it could be uh, a mistake, you can't trust those, uh, those Chinese. Oh, I mean, what a liar. Anybody with half a brain who's researched this understands it's a gain-of-function bioweapon that was intentionally released, as you pointed out, because it's a transformational opportunity. Yeah, this guy got uh, caught with his hands in the cookie jar. And, uh, you know, he doesn't know what to do, basically. Uh, yeah, you know, and there's lots of clips of these guys sweating it out once someone tries to press them the slightest bit because they're not used to having anybody challenge them. Like, you know, when this Bill Gates character, who every day looks a little bit more like Woody Allen, uh, just saying, <laughs> uh, every time he uh, is, you know, you know, interviewed, these, these people just, like, uh, basically kiss his ass and just, you know, uh, treat him like a god, and any time these people are pressed, they fall apart. I'm sure you've seen that footage of, of Bill Gates being grilled during the uh, you know Monopoly or the you know the uh, the hearings back in the 90s when they were trying to nail uh, Microsoft for being a monopoly. Essentially, he completely you know folded like a cheap suit and got nervous, started rocking back and forth like a like he was at the Wailing Wall or something. I mean, it was really bizarre. So these people aren't aren't aren't, aren't cut from tough cloth. They're weak once they're pushed. He that clip is epic and excellent bringing that up because he started rocking like Rain Man, the movie Rain Man, and he and he was like at, went full autistic and he's like, oh, yeah. what date was that? Uh, January eighteenth. What what date was that? You know, he's like, yeah. What a, I mean, the thing about Gates is he has been literally born six inches from home plate and acts like he hit a home run. I mean, he has been propped up his entire life. We've covered it on our shows the last uh, two, two and a half years. And, and he, this guy is such a fraud. 
and and he is just the 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 literally the golem created by the synagogue of Satan to deliver exceptional prophets to uh uh, deliver the uh, depopulation agenda that the uh, international Jew and the World Economic Forum and the Club of Rome have coveted for what 60, 70 years now. It's just yeah. so absurd and so sickening. And oh yeah, and uh, well, uh, and, uh, and I would just add one other thing that you know, Bill Gates' life story does not add up. Neither does Elon Musk. So many of these billionaires, they're just front men. So the public can look, here's the guy running everything. So you don't look at who's actually behind the curtain running things. And we'll have to do a show on this sometime about the life story of these billionaires, how it's just pure fantasy. Just like Barack Obama's life story doesn't add up in a very similar fashion. Nothing correlates until you look at, until you get the idea that, okay, this guy's a front man. He's a created entity for the public to look at. What a great first half hour. Stay tuned for the second half of the Sane Asylum. And then stay tuned for the King of Sunday Night, Robert Ravel, Incendiary Radio. We'll be back shortly after these messages. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store, or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL, five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April, my husband started taking Extendivite, and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW, Need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product, great people. Josie, it works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC, great product, has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hi, Tom Bolton for Resolve. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First are right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next are beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Asylum. We are sailing with a ship of fools, the SS Davos, the globalist subhumans who are trying to take over the world with their great reset, with their build back better. And you look at any of those uh, slogan campaign uh, productions, the font, the small b is just like the 666. It's the great reset new world order. They want world government uh, friends, and they want to take over your body, and they want you to obey like the uh, cowards in China with their digital credit scores, and it's a bleak future, wouldn't you say, Scorpio? Well, it all depends if we keep believing what they want us to believe and trusting their authority, because really, when you get right down to it, they need us to do it to ourselves. Uh, they need us to enforce their dictates upon ourselves through mind control. And as soon as enough people refuse to do that, their power, their so-called power will evaporate. Because to really back any of this up, they're going to have to have boots on the ground, uh, cops ready to, to crack heads. As soon as that starts happening, uh, the illusion that we live in a democracy is going to completely go away. So they're in a, in a real dilemma how to enact all of this. But the key is the mind's of people and not trusting authority because if one thing uh, this uh, COVID-19 uh, scam has taught us is that the people at the top of the pyramid 
are not looking out for your well-being. So time to get that through your heads and um, start looking for a new paradigm for us to create for ourselves and those around us. And for listeners, that song was 1987 hit Ship of Fools by World Party. And in that that is Carl uh, uh, Wallinger did everything on that song. He was a one-man band, literally. And later when he went out on tour, he filled it out. But what a great song and one of my all-time favorites. And if you go and, and check out the lyrics video on YouTube or wherever you like to go check out lyrics videos, uh, that he was he was prescient. He was uh, uh, Nostradamus that day. He saw what was all coming. So, Scorpio, we always take calls in our second uh, half hour as we come up uh, before the great Robert Rayvolt on Incendiary Radio, who's about a half hour away. The call in number 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. And they always say, say it three times, 512 512- 248-8252, and we've already got a caller, Scorpio. Dave from New York, welcome to the Sane Asylum, and what's on your mind? Hi, very interesting to hear you guys. Um, and I'm not I'm not sure how much of a dilemma they have um, in the sense that we're thinking it's a dilemma. Uh, they have other, the next steps are, are basically digital currency and and all that, and, and that's really going to neutralize uh, all of us. Maybe. I mean, I don't know how, how well it can, can get enforced and how much uh, barter can be done, but uh, it seems rather limiting. Um, I um, I want to make a comment. Uh, you mentioned about the, the incidents of people who are were injured versus uh, ill with COVID and all that. I think right. uh, across the country, different people in different places are seeing different things. And if they judge the world from only what they see, they won't get an accurate picture. And, you know, we talk to people and and they say, Oh, you know, I'm fine from the vaccine and everything. I said, well, look at these aggregate numbers. Look at the increase in this and that. They don't even want to, you know, generally don't even want to hear it or or imagine that it could even be true or all that. But, um, here, what I, I'm seeing, I'm in uh, like southern New York area, um, not near New York City, near the center. And um, what we see here is I had to dig and look a little bit, and I asked a guy, and he said his mother-in-law died a couple days after getting the jab. And then some other people got you know pretty sick from it, some uh, sheriffs did. Um, but in general, I think we didn't really get horrible batches here, so we don't much of that at all but we keep seeing people getting sick and people getting sick multiple times some of these people are are jabbed and multiply jabbed but some aren't and um you know we're seeing incidences of of covid around here um more than the the jab injuries at least they're hidden if anything um you know i mean yeah oh he died well you know nobody checks into why and you know um and stuff like that as well. So um, <clears throat> I think if the um, if the various numbers in this area were known to people, uh, they might have a little different opinion. But yeah, there's a lot of people walking around uh, and they, they see no problem with it. So uh, that's just a reality. Oh, I agree. But yeah, no, Go I, ahead, I Scorpio. Your state, but yeah, what, what's happening, though, is obviously, you know, there's more zombies out there than there are people waking up. But every day that's shifting. And it's going towards our favor slowly. 
And I'm not trying to be Pollyanna and think we've already won the fight. Not at all. But um, I do think that there's major problems with this vaccine and the word is spreading among people. I'm in California, which is a liberal stronghold. I talk to people all the time. I rarely hear. And there's the true believers that still walk around with their masks on. But I've, I've talked to a lot of people who have vaccine regret. They wish they hadn't taken it because they're having problems. So I, I oh, think the yeah. numbers of yeah. people who are going to want to take another shot are going to be really low. In fact, they're having trouble getting anybody to want to take the next round of, of um, Jew jabs. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the other thing I want to comment on is that I think um, I think in some respects uh, we are under judgment. I mean, look at what is allowed. Look at the book of Job. That was allowed. What's happening here is right. allowed. We keep complaining about right. it, but guess what? Um, there needs to be some sort of repentance at some level, and at another level, I think God has to bring across a, a great changes to eliminate all these evil forces that are, you know, uh, influencing us and that maybe, you know, more like E.T. or demonic that we don't see or know uh, personally. So, um, but I, I think one thing that we don't talk about on, on our RBN is how do we need to repent? One of the things you guys are talking about is we need to repent from stupidity and not even realizing that these guys are doing this stuff. I mean, that's that is is accurate. I feel, but um, maybe there's other things we need to do too. Uh, I don't know what, but um, this well, idea. you you brought up some you know really insightful questions and the idea of uh, of uh, being true to the gifts the Creator has given us. The idea of uh, you know holding true to a higher uh, calling is vital. I mean, literally, everyone talks about, uh, and I'll ask Scorpio to comment after I finish, everyone talks about this is a culture war. No, this is a spiritual war. And you're either playing for Team God or you're playing for Team Devil. And the uh, Jubonic Jujab and the globalists at Davos, they are, they are the starting five for Team Devil. And Scorpio, uh, we, in our w own way of shining the divine light of truth on, on these horrible crimes, these horrible intentional injuries and murders from the Jubonic Jujab, we're doing our part. And I think that it, a lot of people could go a lot farther. And, the, the, and I think uh, Dave brings up an excellent uh, point in that you know, you've got to you've got to uh, look inside, and 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 you know, he uses the word repent, but you could also say wake up. You know, Isaiah seventeen twenty one, the kingdom of heaven resides within. You have to you have to pray, meditate, quiet your mind, and and get that divine guidance, and then you know what's the right thing to do. Playing for Team God and how to handle Team Devil. Your thoughts, Scorpio? Well, well, I, I agree with what you're saying, and. You know, repent. You can only ask yourself to repent. You can't ask anyone else to repent. It's a very right. personal thing with, with God. And uh, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a split in societies. Not everybody's going to, you know, there's going to be a whole crew of people that will go along with whatever civilization they want to create, no matter how diabolical it is, no matter how dark it is, they'll walk and march step along with it. But there's going to be a lot of people that are going to create a different way to live and essentially a parallel civilization. That's what's going to have to happen, and it's already beginning as we speak. Well, that was a great yeah, call, I, Dave. We, our next, yeah. uh, uh, stay on the line if you want, Dave. We got we have several no, other callers. No, I, I just want to say um, this is better than going to church. I'm amazed at you guys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really amazed. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. 
All right, Dave, have a good Memorial Day weekend. Our next caller is Mark from Houston. Mark, what's on your mind? Hello, can you hear me? Yep, I hear you. Okay, thanks, guys. Hey, guys, I I really love you guys, and I especially love Jim Fetzer, and uh, it's been real good to listen to you three and the two of you and everything. Myself... I've been into this information for so long, and I have really walked the walk. I've done all the political things, precinct chairman, election judge, and it wasn't worth it. It was useless. But anyway, the trouble I'm having is I've been into this so long, and I'm so deep into it, that it breaks my heart when I see people that are totally unconscious. I love them and I just want to wake them up but it's real dangerous territory you gotta proceed real slow with each person but myself I've been into it too much so I have to work hard to stay away from it but I've done uh, two interviews with Jim Fetzer two hours long I held my own I did pretty good and right now You have to be real alert because it's real tricky. Like that edited uh, video of that Davos guy, man, that was that was a real bit of finesse right there, and that can happen yeah, yeah. really. And you can yep. lose a lot of credibility because of it if you're not careful. So uh, I I I caught I caught on to that because Rents had it on his side, and he caught on to it. He's sharp. And anyway, I just wish I could connect with you guys and give you a hug because it's awful lonesome out here all by myself. Thanks, well, guys. first, Mark, I salute you for what you've done. You tried to work within the system, and it is depressing. It is disheartening, <laughs> Scorpio, that uh, good people like like Mark try to change the system from within. They just see how how the international Jew, the cancer that they are, has spread to even local election level. Your thoughts, Scorpio? Oh, absolutely. But the only advice I would offer on this is, you know, when you try to talk to people and so-called wake them up, you've got to try to reach people on a, on a level that they're at. You can't skip to the to the to the the highest level of understanding. You got to kind of right. nudge them along, from, you know, from step to step. And that's what I right. try to do when I just talk to people. And you know, I what, what I found in my own personal life, many many people are very hungry for information because they know inherently something is wrong they just don't know what it is they just need a little push in the right direction and i think there's a lot of people that that are just desperate to hear the truth and scorpio he mentioned that he's a big go ahead go ahead i'm sorry you know scorpio when you do have that deep level of understanding you'll understand that it's real powerful what they're doing here you know because of the tribal nature of man leaders use myths to establish organizing principles and that's how societies are organized and they actually that's how culture creation is done a lot of our culture is created but people have such a fundamental need for normalcy to think that my country's got to be the good country you know how i live here so that that it but I'm not optimistic. I, um, 
but I'd like to be. And so I'm just going to keep my coming from loving everybody. And that's, that's where I try to come from. And so that's, that's what I want to communicate to you guys. Well, that's a great message. And, and uh, Mark, you mentioned that you'd done two shows with Jim Fetzer and Scorpio has been, had a busy week. He doesn't even know this, but um, next Friday, uh, we had uh, George Hobbs, the excellent fact hunter, on Thursday, and it ended up Jim being me and George because Scorpio was involved in some real-life stuff. And uh, Rebecca Carnes had been on George Hobbs' show the day before, and, and Jim Fetzer and Rebecca Carnes, if, for people who don't know the name or maybe kind of remember it, she was the Newtown mother, had lived three generations of family in Newtown, and she called out the lies of Newtown and uh, went on Jim's show a couple years ago uh, right when we were starting to do everything with Jim and he really championed her and thought tried to make her a rising star and and she she kind of uh, bolted on him she was getting a lot of pressure from her husband and everything and so anyway so this week she went on with George Scorpio and she kind of called out Jim as maybe controlled opposition and blah 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 <laughs> so anyway uh, George uh, said sad. well we should we should have uh, uh, a debate so this Friday on the perfect triangle, Jim Fetzer and Rebecca Carnes are going to have a debate discussion, and you, me, and George are going to be the the judge referees. Okay, Friday oh, at what time? Seven to nine right, well, p.m. Eastern. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good, really good. Yeah. Jim's and, looking uh, forward to it. And so but Rebecca. you know, look, just imagine the courage of Jim Fetzer, man. That guy's been in through. I remember he had one guy on there. It was real bizarre, a real brilliant guy about 9-11, and the guy pulled out a gun and shot, pretended that he shot himself in the head. <laughs> and so oh, Fetzer, you know, that was a tough thing for Fetzer to deal with. He called the cops, and, and he's just Oh, I remember that. Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Just, that was that was that was in the wild west days of YouTube. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, that's well, just... I thank you for the call, Mark. We've got other callers standing by. Uh, Joel, go ahead, Scorpio. I just want to add one thing. You know uh, about Jim. You know, you and I don't agree with Jim on everything, but I can tell you for sure he is not controlled opposition. When you yeah. talk to Jim privately, he's the exact same person he is when you hear him on air. There's no pretense. There's no act about him. He's what you see is what you get, and he's an extremely honest, good man. And uh, yes, so I think it's I sad that she would turn on him and, and try to smear him like that. It's it's very sad. Yeah, yeah, it'll be an interesting show for sure this Friday, seven to nine p.m. Carnes versus Fetzer in the squared circle, the barbed wire match. All right, so we next call Joe from Florida. Joe, are you there? What's on your mind? Hey, Giuseppe. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, about Borla. I saw, have you, either one of you, anybody seen this clip? Now, this was about a year ago, and it was very brief, but then, of course, they, you know, they, they made it disappear. Where he was talking, I don't know if it was Maria Bartram or somebody else, asked him, you know, well, you know, of course, you and your family, you know, you've taken the shot, right? And Borla actually says, uh, no, I haven't taken the shot. My family takes take shot. And then he says, well, you know, we're very healthy. We're very healthy. That's why we're not taking oh. the shot. Now, this this disgusting Jewish pig yep. 
is on yep. there pushing these potions to millions of people. Right, I guess the shots are only for the Goryim, right? And right. and he has the nerve to say, I mean, it was a slip, right? A momentary slip where he actually tells the truth. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It seems to have disappeared and nobody I talks, have seen talks it. about it. And he not only did he ev- try to evade the question, then he tried to turn it into like the typical uh, lying uh, synagogue of Satan uh, minion he is. He said, well, you know, we're, we're making sure all the third world countries, and I, we haven't taken it yet because it wouldn't be right. And I guarantee you that that, that POS has never taken one of Pfizer's injection. I would, I would bet a year's uh, revenue on the fact that he's never taken one jubonic jew jab, jab himself. Scorpio, your thoughts? Oh, I totally agree. Uh, well, you know, a, a rare moment of honesty from the international Jew. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think Bill Gates uh, had a similar slip-up with his children didn't take the vaccine or something. So, you know, yep. uh, these people know what they're doing. This is not an accident. Anything else on your mind, Joe? Yeah, really quickly. I think that something is also happening with a question about the J question, and that is the whole Holocaust so-called narrative. I've noticed in the last month even that all of a sudden the subject is coming up in different places and people are allowed to get away with, for the first time, really questioning some of the preposterous claims that everyone for, like, uh, 60 years has, uh, has, or 75 years has accepted its truth. Uh, there's some books coming out. Anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because for the first time, you know, something that uh, was totally unspeakable even 10 years ago, I think it's beginning to be examined and people are beginning to say, wait a minute, maybe the COVID was the thing that woke them up and now they're going back and say, wait a minute, what about these other things that this group of people has claimed. Uh, how true is that? Or is it, in fact, largely fake? So, anyway, any reaction, but thanks a lot. That's a great point, Joe. Scorpio, I, I get the same sense that uh, more and more people are waking up to the great uh, Russian six-word proverb, uh, fish swim, birds fly, Jews lie. What do you think, Scorpio? Well, you know, the, the Holocaust is the... the uh the foundation of which gives the Jew their magical protection. And as soon as you start to unravel the slightest bit of it, the whole thing unravels like a cheap sweater and it crumbles True. like a house of cards. And because yeah. there's so many fallacies and so many ridiculous claims that just aren't even possible. So, um, yeah, the more you discuss it, the, the less believable it all is guys. Thanks so much, Joe. We'll move on now to, could this be the man, the myth, the legend, Paul in California? Is that the our Paul or just a Paul? There's only one. Sorry. Oh, it is. The man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Paul from California. How are you? I, I know that it's a somber occasion, but I can't resist in a tribute to the most interesting man in the world. I don't always go to an elementary school and shoot children, but when I do, I take a top-end AR-15 and my trusty Ford F-150. <laughs> right. Yeah, on a, on, a, on a Wendy's fry cook salary. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good dark humor, brother. Very good, very good. Well, 
you know, it's all right. We're coming out on the end, Paul. What's on what's on your mind? Well, that was pretty much it. You know, it's just one after another. I was just thinking about the good old days. I'm sure you guys remember when I used to call in the Fetzer show and play that uh, clip of the Rifleman um, because oh, yeah. back yeah. then, you know, they were happening on a regular basis, and it's it's still the same old story. Uh, you know, oh yeah, uh, lather, rinse, repeat. And, uh, you know, talk about people waking up or not waking up. I just think that most of us have to have kind of a cold attitude about it. You know, you just you, you say things that you can say, and in the end you don't worry about it. I will just quickly add that I, I kind of resent. Nothing personal, Dave. I've heard you many times on calls. I've been on the same um, show on calls with you. But I just really don't care for people that bring uh, Christianity into this or talk about repent or we get the – we get the the leadership uh, we deserve and the wickedness. You know, all that is a bunch of nonsense. We have very evil, wicked people that are trying to impose their wickedness upon us, and it has nothing to do with the average individual or even the collective. From what I understand, and I'm no religious scholar, but our relationship with the divine is personal. I don't think there's any such thing as a group relationship that God has, and I, I certainly don't believe that there's any group of chosen people. So this idea that we have to, you know, do this and do that in terms of a religious or Christian context, I just think that has to be dropped for the moment. I, as far as I can tell, God is on the sidelines, and he may be rooting us on, but we have to do something in this world if we're going to survive. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, I mean, we respect everyone's opinion, of course, Scorpio, but I think Paul makes a po- positive point. Any Any thoughts on what Paul said, Scorpio? Well, it is a personal relationship with God, and repent means different things to different people. But, uh, no, uh, you know, uh, there's no excusing what these people are doing, and they have no right to do it. But, um, you know, everyone has a different viewpoint on God and religion, and so it's a very personal thing. But I I see what Paul is saying. I I agree in, in large part. All right. That hour goes by so quick. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for the King of Sunday Nights, Robert Rabel, Incendiary Radio. And tune in with us next Thursday on Insane Asylum. Good night, everyone. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show.